Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we are moving on with our next segment here on Six Rings and Football Things. We're going to do Pat's Potpourri, or Pat's Puri, as you call it, in the middle as we touch on a couple of news notes, tidbits, and nuggets from around the National Football League and the wide world of Patriots. Andy. How do you feel about this little thing that came from, I believe it was at Jordan football, but it goes back to Jeremy Fowler at ESPN trending an anonymous coach told at J Fowler ESPN that Patriots quarterback Mac Jones was quote, way too overprotected in the Patriots offense last season. Do you agree with that take? And does that give more credence to the idea that maybe they're going to let Mac cook this season? Uh, I do not agree with the take. He was so overprotected that you made the playoffs and he made the Pro Bowl and you had what I think a lot of people would call a pretty successful developmental season. I think a lot of, let's see, there's four other cities that drafted quarterbacks in the first round that I bet you they would have liked to have had the developmental type season that Mac Jones and the Patriots had. They did not. Certainly in Jacksonville, where maybe the most talented guy was squashed by the circus. So no, I, I think they they managed and developed a young quarterback the way you should. How many times have we talked about young quarterbacks getting broken? Oh, they put him in a bad position or they broke him. And like, no, that no, you, you, I think you managed him properly and well year two is called the year to jump for a reason. Like the expectations increase, mm-hmm. your knowledge increases, go for it. So yeah, I think he will have a jump this year. I think we've already seen a jump in leadership and aggressive play and aggressive vocal um, approach to practice leadership. I like what they did last year. Maybe I'm just a McDaniels rump swab. Yeah. I don't necessarily think they overprotected him. Uh, Was Mm. he sheltered a little bit as a rookie quarterback? Sure. But you do that with any rookie player. That's kind of what you have to do to get him acclimated to the NFL. Um, You know, I, I, you know, you, everyone knows my opinions on Mac Jones. They're not going to, they haven't changed. They're not going to change. It's just, (laughs) It is what it is. Uh, so there no, he never is. change. There he can win a hundred Super Bowls and they'll never well, change. Well, I mean, back. I mean, right now it's not going to change. Right now, like uh, it's, I'm just, I'm not going to beat the same. I'm not going to yell and scream and beat the same drum. So, I, do I think it's going to help him being protected last year? Going to let him be unleashed this year? No, I don't. But 
I do think that he was sheltered a little bit last year. Yeah, I think that's obvious. I don't think having the restrictor plates, the restraining bolts, uh, the reins on the rookie reins on him last year was much of a hindrance at all. It's just that more now they're going to trust the offense with him with McDaniels gone. If they open things up a bit, I think the way that we've seen things organized speaks to their confidence in him. And yes, I do think that Mac will, since this is what the kids love saying, Mac will cook a bit more this season. I've gone on the record. Gone on the record and said he will throw over 30 touchdowns, but he will also throw double-digit interceptions this year. I will make the reference that you guys won't understand, and I'm not even sure how many of our I, listeners will. But I bet I this might. is this is not the uh the same as uh Rock Lee with his training weights and taking those off in his epic fight against Gara in the critically acclaimed anime Naruto. So oh no, go. I didn't understand that, and now I'm actually sad that you said it. Yeah, exactly. It made, that was made me feel even that much more out of touch as Andy shakes his head, whiskers on microphone. Speaking of Mac Jones, Shime, you were not with us when we did our rankings of the top five Patriots recently on an excellent episode. It was a two man dynamic duo episode. Well Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings pod. We ranked our top five Patriots players. Pro Football Focus has released their top three players on the team, and they are Matthew Judon. McCorkle Jones and Andy David Andrews mm. agree or disagree with that. And Shime, your top three Patriots. Yeah, I disagree on one of them. I think I think uh, Judon and Andrews are probably up there. I would put Trent Brown up there. I think when fully healthy, Trent Brown might be the best pay, might be the best player on the roster. Talk uh, to me. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue is him staying fully healthy. But when healthy, we have seen him be a dominant top three NFL style tackle. Like we've seen it. And so in my opinion, he is when healthy, the best player on the roster. Um, So I would go with Brown Andrews and then Judon um, with Damian Harris being slightly edged out. I think in my opinion, he might be the fourth best player on the team. I think our, I think our rankings align a bit more shine because I had Mac Jones as one of the top Patriots, but I also had Trent Brown up there as well. Uh, Andy, gave me the business because I did not include my Patriots hero, of course, the legend of big kick, Nick, exactly. Who is not only one of the most important, but inarguably one of the best as well. David doing a bad job of being a honk here, Fixie. I I, now the see, but here I want to follow along here because as pro football focuses, David Andrews is top three on the team. And you say you could see him being top three. And I believe that Andy had him in his top five. Correct. Not correct. Did you? Great. Good. (laughs) Great recall. Excellent podcast. Terrific conversation. Uh, Boring conversation. Anyway, Luke, we're going to have company. Um, Star Wars deep cut number one on the episode. Thank you. Uh, It's interesting because it seems like the Patriots keep doing things to potentially, I'm not going to say displace bear, but it looks like David Andrews is going to have company or at least competition because You've got uh, obviously James Ferentz. James Ferentz is going to be a swing guard, but he could play center in a pinch. They grabbed that kid, Chasen Hines, out of LSU in the sixth round, I believe. Guard could potentially play center. And this week they signed former Kansas City Chief Daryl with two R's Williams to the team as well, who played center out in Kansas City. So do they just want to back up center that badly? Are they looking to get cheaper at the position? Cause it's not like David Andrews has paid what used to be Alex Mack money or anything like that, or whatever the hell the name of the center is on 
Tampa Bay. He gets. I read it as like a break glass in case of emergency situation mm. where if David Andrews gets hurt, you need somebody more reliable to fill in. Uh, I, I don't see it as anything else other than that. I think Belichick knows how good and how useful David Andrews is going to be, especially if Mac Jones wants to have success. I think David Andrews is a vital part of that. And, and so without him, you don't want the entire team to fall apart if he does suffer an injury. So you need some kind of relatively suitable backup. Not Marshall Newhouse. I apologize to the audience, Andy, not just for you in general, uh, but also for me not knowing the name of the center of the Buccaneers. Of course, that would be Ryan Jensen. Please proceed. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's depth. I, I think it's just taking care of the And You know, the, the Patriots have had a lot of good centers over the year that like kind of peter out. I think it's a physically and mentally demanding position. Like you're in the middle, literally the middle of it all. Um, and they, they, I don't love the idea of James Ferentz like playing very much, quite honestly. Mm. Um, so I think adding some depth to that position is a good idea. I just quickly looked at Andrew's contract and they could certainly move on from him after this year. He has two years remaining, but the bulk of the money is salaries. Uh, dead cap hit if after next year would only be $750,000. So Ooh, okay. you know, he's your starter. He's your guy this year. We'll see where it goes. He's also been dinged up and had that weird um, blood clot lung thing a yep. couple of years ago. So, you know, you just need to make sure durability wise and just reliability wise, you have somebody else ready to go. So, I wouldn't put too much on that. Yeah, no, great guy, team leader. Everyone loves him. I think have he was playing him? through a couple things. Give What's me that? stories. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I talked to him on draft night? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> no, really? I'll get to it after the pod in uh, Six Rings Extra, which is available if you subscribe. On our Patreon. And get on the Patreon. Yes, you got to go through the paywall. But it is worth it. Nope. Uh, also, I noticed on a website, it uh, could be, hopefully it's a good year for David Andrews. This one caught my eye. Maybe this will turn into, as Andy and I came up with multiple future podcast topics in the last episode of Six Rings, this could potentially be another podcast topic, but I'll hit you with this quickie. little zip take on this one, boys. Mac Wilson, could he be the top career revival candidate on the Patriots 2022? Of course, the linebacker acquired from the Cleveland frowns in exchange for Chase Winovich, 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 Mac yeah. Wilson, off ball linebacker, speedy could be his speed sideline to sideline could be used to, I don't know, make Buffalo punt once or just at least keep up with the modern NFL offenses. Any sort of role this year? Do we think uh revival candidate or just we'll see? I, I think it's more so it was just like a trash for trash kind of trade. Uh, I mean, he was a fifth round pick. It's not like he was a high end. It's not like Barkevious Mingo where it's like, all right, former first round pick. Maybe there's something there. I, I don't think so. If anything, I think he's going to be a special teamer. Uh, you may see him a little bit on the defense. I don't think a lot, to be completely honest. I think he's just kind of a, another depth piece guy to have on the roster. Not yeah, like he it, not couldn't turn into the new Shea McClellan discarded one place revived elsewhere. No. Um, all right, if good. I were making a oh, list yeah. of career revival candidates, he would not be very high on it. If you were on it at all, certainly Devonte Parker would be ahead of him. Mm, uh, Jabril yes. Peppers would be ahead Excellent. of him. Yep. See, this uh, is a good topic. Ty Montgomery, I think would be ahead. Malcolm of him. Butler would be Mal ahead of him. Oh, this uh, is the, this is the theme of this team this year. The re this is the redemption the revival. tour. The revive, yeah. the revive. Is it? Should we go like revival? Revivalists, now? just like the band. Dude, shine the revivalists. I like it. Andy, write that one down. How about the not good anymore? Wait, what? 
Also possible. Uh, so Wait, did I the have spirit of Shime travel through the fiber optics into Andy? Because I don't like, like teams that their theme is like if they somehow redemption. find a way to be as good as they used to be. Or We're like going a on a redemption tour. No, I'd I'd much rather be a breakout. If you want to say the theme, I'd rather it be a breakout tour for Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, and some of the young guys. Because if that happens, now I'm feeling it. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. So with this potpourri segment, can I ask a question that I actually have? Uh, you know, Shime, I would absolutely love, and I think the people would love if you have a random Patriots so question. Sure. So it's just because he was on ESPN yesterday, uh, and Dominic and Sue talking about how he wants to continue to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about maybe the Patriots late add Trey Flowers to beef up that defensive line a little bit. Would you have any interest in bringing in a guy like Dominic and Sue to kind of help mentor Christian Barmore on a one-year deal? So much so that I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago for weei.com on my five free agents still available who could provide some value and assistance to this team. Why? Big and nasty. I want someone to come in with that big and nasty Andy. And I would love to see what he would do playing for Bill Belichick. There has to be, has to be, has to be a little part of him that says, I wonder what I could do on that line. And for that team with Bill Belichick, who I've always played against, but never for. Yeah. I mean, I would take him. Just as a depth piece, um, that drop. I would I would take <laughs> I would take Trey Flowers more. Um, yeah. And if I was looking for anybody to mentor, I think Trey Flowers is a tremendous human being, leader, player, work ethic. You know, I think Barmore is a far more talented player in, than Trey Flowers, in my opinion. Coming at you know, obviously they also kind of play two different positions. It's kind of why I I thought of Barmore when I was thinking of Indomik and Sue, right? They're mm-hmm. more of that pass rushing style nose tackle yes. um, that can add some gap penetration to the middle yeah. of the defense. Yep. I don't particularly think the defensive line is that great yet. I know we broke it down, and Andy, you're higher no, on did. that room than the running back room. I think they could use one extra. Big body, and I would love a little extra nasty on the line. So, yes, Shime, I, for one, would welcome it. Yeah, because I, I think for me, like, it's I, I feel like Indomitian Sue has matured from some of those issues he had had early on in his career. The you know, junk the stomp- stomping days the, on Thanksgiving yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But at the same time, still maintained that teeth, that edge that I don't think this Patriots team really has much of. Right. That's, We're good, not- that's a good answer. Like this team just does not have that nasty, nasty in them at all that I, I can, that I can feel. I'm That's not sure I, where the nasty. We're comes. all in lockstep on this. I love it. Yeah. If you want to just sell me on the nasty, I think this team could use a little more nasty. <laughs> Andy Hart's new catchphrase. If you want to sell me on the nasty, do the nasty. Uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, could, I would take that guy. A lot of drops saved off during that segment. Finally, uh, on the defensive line front, Shime, nice segue and or tee up for me. Andy passed along this link arena right before we started the pod today. The 33rd team, which has turned out to be one of the better one-stop shops for analysis, breakdowns, and information NFL-wide, has given Mm. us some good content, some nice uh, meat to gnaw on, if you will. A little something to chew on. 33rd team. 
They recently tiered, T-I-E-R, the league's best front sevens. Your New England Patriots, I'm actually going to read what they said about your New England Patriots. They did not finish in the top tier. Spoiler alert. Nope. They did not finish in the second tier. Nope. Second to first tier was Tampa, Buffalo, San Francisco, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Mm. That would mean Quiddy Pay takes a big step forward. They also did pick up Ngakwe. Uh, I can understand that. Tier two. Nope. That's Green Bay, the Rams, who I thought would be tier one, and Dallas, even though they lost Randy Gregory. Tier three, the Commandos, the Stillers, tighten up. Eagles, Ben's gals, and the chefs. Mm, I think they could be due for a little regression this year. All, although they did pick up George Karloftis, who I really liked. I thought the Pats, he would have been a nice fit in Foxborough. But I digress. Were they in tier four, Shime? No, they were not. Nope. That's the Ravens, the Cardinales, the Panthers, the Saints. Who they? The Chargers. Hmm, that's kind of low considering that they've got, um, oh, I don't know, Khalil Mack, Mack and Joey Bosa. Jeez. And the Jaguars. No, your Patriots are in the fifth tier with the Brownies, the Raiders, and the Broncos. And it says here, Andy, tier five consists of units that struggle, struggle in a major category. Majority of the talent on these defenses is young or newly placed together. Could easily be the most volatile tier out of the pack. They could jump up or they could fall back. How feel you's twos about those rankings? Wait, so it's just to clarify, this is the best defensive lines. Front, line seven. Group? front seven. Oh, front, front seven. seven. That's I still don't grub. understand how the Raiders are that low. That doesn't make Max Crosby is awesome. An animal. And they, and they added Chandler Jones. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like I, I I understand their linebackers? the linebackers. Their linebackers are not great. Oh, they have right. uh, they have Rick rough. and they've got uh fast Charlie and um, but the at the same guy. time, like I look at I, I look at a team like Hankins, Nichols, uh, Denzel Perriman. But I look at a team like the Arizona Cardinals. You're telling me that they the stink. Raiders and Patriots aren't as good as a Wash JJ Watt, Rashard Lawrence, Zach Allen, Devon Kennard. Zavin Collins, Isaiah like Simmons, that. and Marcus Golden. Mm -hmm. Their linebackers aren't bad. Their linebackers are fine. I love Zavin Collins. Love you have to understand, though, from it, forget the other teams. Let's just talk about the Patriots tier five status. Yep. They don't have linebackers. Agreed. No one knows who their linebackers are. So it's like Fair. you're automatically docking multiple tiers. That I agree with. I totally right. understand. And that. and I think there's some upside. Let's just say Steve and Bill Belichick are right and Josh Uche has a breakout third year and he's a big piece of the puzzle defensively. Like that right there could boost this group. The problem with this group is Juwan Bentley is your whatever you want to call it, known commodity or whatever, like your linebacker, and I think he's just a guy that Gets tackled eight yards downfield. Like he's the lone remaining big body. Uh, the, but he's, the holdover. He's I'm fine. Not to be mean. He's not good. He's a he's jack. No, 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 no. He's not great, Andy. No, no, no. He's not good. He's not good. Come on. He's, he's not, not horrific. Good. I don't want to say he should never step on an NFL field. He's like a backup. He's like a rotational run-stopping backup. Except for them, he's a green dot leader, middle of it all, and therein lies the problem the do we really think he's going to carry the green dot this season who else maybe is some to? i don't know someone else there are candidates maybe somebody safety. else safety adrian what if it's phillips? peppers what adrian phillips would make it because they're going to play so many safeties many of which will be cheating down the line and or in the 
the box. And so Maybe that's also one of the Adrian reasons Phillips. why I find this exercise, at least that the 33rd team did, a little difficult Fruitless. for the Patriots. Is mm-hmm. because I just I understand that they don't have a lot of linebackers, but their safeties, they have a ton of them, and they're probably going to play. No, no, I understand that, but like their safeties, their front seven is amorphous. I hear what you're saying. Hey, look over here, ignore the man behind the curtain. No, my issue is is that they're not going to utilize their safeties like only like defensive backs, right? They're going to utilize their safeties in the box like linebackers. Yeah, and so you know what Bill Belichick does to those teams, bends them over. Mm, Yeah, but Belichick did it a lot last year, might be one of them now. You know, he is one of them now. And that's my point. Like, this is out of necessity, not an idealistic approach. So for a team to say, like, this is a front seven rundown, I have no problem with it. And I have no problem. with. I actually like the defensive line for the Patriots. As Fitzy said, I probably like them more than most. I think Barmore's a future star. I think Larry Guy has been underrated for years. I think Henry Anderson could sneaky help. Like, I think they're a decent, decent defensive line. The problem is. They don't have linebackers. And Judon is They very have good them. It's just there's a lot player. of question marks, and we don't know how many safeties they'll be playing down the line. They don't have linebackers All that have ever right. done a and goddamn thing. I don't have any more time league. to entertain more of your nonsense and Jesus. hyperbole in this segment. I wasn't we, the one yelling today. Every uh, once we, in a while, he tries to be the super fan Fitzy. We're every, done said, with this he one. Picks and, and moving right. on. I wish I could, the best linebacker. I wish I had... The mute function, unfortunately, that's I shambles. wish I had not a way to horn. pump through this microphone and whoop your ass. That seems a little aggressive. That is your second yellow card on the day, sir. You will not be allowed to participate in our next podcast. Nope. Yeah. Excellent segment of excellent edition of Pat's Potpourri. The Pat's Potpourri, once again, at Six Rings Pod, Six Rings Pod at gmail.com. Good times, great oldies, and your pals, Shime, Jumbo, and Fitzy.